0: This is the sweet sound of success with Sue Wilhite, Profit Attraction Master. Ariel Asher is an international best-selling author, speaker, holistic educator, producer, and show host. Her podcast, Healing Body, Mind, and Soul, is the proud recipient of two 26th Annual Communicator Awards of Distinction for feature series and feature host from the Academy of Interactive Visual Virtual Arts. Ariel has a passion for helping holistic leaders show up, speak up, and stand out. Welcome, Ariel. Wow! So glad to have you on my show.
1: Yeah. I'm super excited to be here today with you, Sue. I um, I love everything that you do and everything that you up to uh, that you're up to. I'm an insta yes for um being on your show.
0: Yeah. Well. And, and I'll retroactively say thank you for having me on your show twice. So this is. I'm going to you know. do it
1: again, too. I want to continue working with you always, Sue. I love what you're up to in the world. I so b- believe and am, and am in alignment with your work, you know, definitely. Well, thank you. Thank you. Back at you.
0: You know, you're awesome. You're amazing. Yeah. Let's collect some more amazing. Yeah.
1: Amazing people. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So you had to start being amazing somewhere. So before you were amazing.
1: (laughs) We don't have that long (laughs) soon. You told me this was a quick interview.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what, what got you started? Where What were you doing before you started all of this amazing world changing stuff that you do? It's a great question,
1: and you know, and I could I could go back really far, Sue. In fact, I think I will take that opportunity. Um, I um, I was going through some stuff in my probably. Uh, my Saturn return kind of, um, era in my twenties kind of thing going on. And I was working as it was, no, it was when I was younger. I was working as a waitress. You can just think of me as a singing waitress. I, um, I, um, (laughs) I was a singing waitress. I was, um, really involved in theater and lots of shows and, um, and actually inside I felt very, um, Lost and hollow, I felt I wasn't, the path I was on wasn't making a difference, Um, and I was trying to be of service, because once I heard that that was something that I was supposed to check out, and I freaking could not serve one more um, cup of iced tea, I couldn't... (laughs) Right, That's <laughs> and I was not really good at it experience. because I was mispersonality, and I was a multitasker. I was very good at it, and I kept getting um, promoted to restaurant management. And I'm like, "Good lord, they're going to try to keep me here." And I would, um, <laughs> and I would quit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If there are any servers listening, um, if, bless your heart. I always tip so well, you know, and I was good at it. I became a trainer. I trained for a very big chain um, in, in um, California. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, uh, something happened in my life. It was actually It was not related to work. It was something else. But I just had this moment where I was so depressed because of some relationship drama that was going Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I can't see myself um, motivating young um, college um, waiters and waitresses the rest of my life. I just can't do it. Right. Um, Is
0: that all there is to life? Is that all there is? Mm -hmm.
1: Right. I actually called suicide prevention Sue. I called oh, a suicide prevention oh. hotline. Now I was not suicidal. I want to tell you, but I was, I was, I've always been v- deeply philosophical, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, deeply yes. philosophical, so deeply spiritual. My family can't figure it out. You know, I couldn't figure out what was going on. I'm like singing waitress is not going to be my highest good. Um, And I'm like I don't know how to be of service and they like they're like what's wrong with you you know what are you talking about how can you um help people and I'm like and they they're like are you suicidal what's going on and I'm like I don't know maybe I am (laughs) you know I don't know (laughs) I don't know I really need help and I don't know where to where to turn and I saw I had a miraculous moment where a newspaper ad popped out to me, this is before the internet, and I found somebody who was a hypnotherapy teacher. And um, there you go. And I became, um, and, I, and I signed on with him, studied with him, and he's like, good Lord, you're gifted. My wife has a, um, a psychic reading service. I'm sure you can go work for her. I mean, really, it was a changing point in my life. Right. I began wow. hanging around with psychics, coaches, and holistic healers. It was a miraculous um, turning point in my life. So, right. um, so so, when you ask me, you know, where did I start? Uh, I was a singing waitress. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, so next time I tell the story, I'll tell it better. But nobody's ever asked me that question. Right. Um, right. Uh, yeah, I was a singing waitress and and just absolutely depressed. Totally wow. um Totally depressed. I had fun and everybody thought I was having fun, but I was always in this push energy and it wasn't really in alignment with this deeply philosophical and spiritual part of my nature, right? That that, um, needed nourishing. So I just fell upon great um, people and I learned to be an entrepreneur. So I became actually. I didn't know how to market hypnotherapist. I didn't understand. I became a hypnotherapist and NLP. And I like, I didn't even know what it was. So I'm like, I got to, I got, I, I, I mean, I went to, do you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to communicate this modality with people. I didn't even know the word modality at that point. I had to (laughs) educate myself, let alone. And I knew I was a teacher deep in my heart. I knew I was a teacher. I'm like, I have to educate myself, you know. So, um I became a massage therapist. i went body i went into the, i oh, went deep there into you the go. body and um and always had this sort of um, philosophical and spiritual psychic um bent to everything so um so I did my first um, business and my first um, encounter with being an entrepreneur was my um, healing practice, which I think I called it. Touch of Elegance Massage in um, Campbell, California. Right, right, and you won awards for that. Um, not that one, Sue, but thank not you for that one. Memory. Okay, yeah, that thank was my that was my baby practice that I uh, um, that was my baby okay. practice. Okay. But yes, I did evolve my business over the years. I continued to educate myself as a practitioner. I did so much personal development work. Um, I continued in the arts, sometimes I teach public speaking, music, you know, so I still got to be there, but I was still an entrepreneur in the healing arts, and um, that's what kept my work grounded. So So would you say that
0: that newspaper ad for hypnotherapy training was your call
1: to action? Yes, I would say that that was a call to action um, for me. And, and just
0: sort of launched you into this whole new realm, whole new way of being, and, and got you going to where you are today, still award-winning, and we'll get to that in a moment. Um, but, and, and you've talked about some of the things that were challenges in the ordinary beginning, and this is what we see a lot, is that there's a lot of internal conflict before the call to action, because there's, there's stuff going on. It's like, you want to break out of the chrysalis? You want to get out of the egg? You want to, you want to go out there into the world and it's just not happening. And, and, and that really is, I think the first challenge that people come up against is how to, how to break into that. And you got, you know, some support in that, but what were some of the other challenges that you ran into that you got to, um, uh, Joseph Campbell calls them slaying the horrible monsters. Um, and, and I won't be quite that violent, <laughs> but,
1: you know, <laughs> I, right? I won't get my broadsword out for selling yes. <laughs> <laughs> the story happen, thing, though. Yeah. in my stage days I did like to do some stage combat so <laughs> right
0: so what were what were some of the challenges that you ran into
1: well there was a huge challenge sue because um, I had this desire for success and to be seen and I had this spiritual inkling that my ego couldn't be driving the bus, right? So I couldn't just be, you, you know, out there. I mean, it had, to be, it had to be in alignment. But I think the big um, foible was that I had no business skills, Sue. Mm-hmm. I was an artist, now, right. I had done a lot of teaching, so I had high organizational skills because I had had to do a little grant writing. I had to, had to do stuff in my in my performing art um, genre where I um, had to oversee large projects. So I had kind of this production skill um, thing in my pocket. My um, remember that my my um, bachelor's degree was in theater arts. Right. Right. And my bachelor's degree was in theater art. So I had um, the um, project organization, marketing, all this. I got business. I was like, what the heck? Right. <laughs> all I am, you know, um, right. so that was um, and some personal development stuff because of some um, tr- traumatic emotional wounding from my my, um, my youth. So the foibles were emotional things from my youth that, you know, and just business skill training that just, you have to get out there to learn, to learn it. Luckily, I'm a hands-on kind of person, so it worked great. Wow, yeah. And I think that that's one of the biggest things,
0: you know, people who feel this call to be of service don't necessarily feel the call to get their MBA. <laughs> those things just don't go in parallel it's it's not they don't go wow i think i want to come you know this person who really heals people who does hypnotherapy who does you know reiki or does you know injury i get the first thing i need to do is go to harvard and get my mba right it, it,
1: or even Berkeley. it crossed yeah. my radar even as even as um free, you know, even after my award winning um massage therapy practice, Sue, I still was like Maybe I should go and get an m b a you know I mean, I really right. actually thought that, and thank goodness somebody um said, you know Ariel, you have invested uh, you know every 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 asset that I have was into my personal development and my education, right? I wanted to be better at what I did and to right. understand you know so <laughs> Yeah, thanks yeah. for letting me talk about all my weird quirks on your show, <laughs> Sue. Oh, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what
0: good interviewers do, right? Yeah, it's got the weird quirks. Out. Um, otherwise, it would be boring. Um, but it would never be boring. I don't boring. think this one will be boring. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, who were some of the allies or the helpers or the mentors? Um, what, what I say is, uh, the people who, who let you find that you had wings, you know, it's not that they gave you wings, it's that, by the way, those things that are sticking out of your shoulders, yeah, those are wings and you've got them and you can fly. (laughs) Go for it. Who, who are those people for you?
1: Mm. They weren't business people. Right? They were teachers. <laughs> they,
0: right. they
1: that's, were teachers. That's okay. They were teachers in other ways. I had a profound um, meeting. I was doing readings at a whole life expo once, and I had developed a software program <laughs> um, um, that we were doing soul path readings. Um, it was this big thing. I had a whole group of people. Um, that um, hypnotherapist um, had gone on, My, the community that was created around that, I did, we did a lot of business ventures together, and, um, and I had a lot of fun in, um, business-wise and growing what was possible in that group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was at a whole life expo doing um, readings for, um, and we had developed this computer program that was in, um, basically I developed an app too early. <laughs> So
0: <laughs> hey, you did
1: what you did. I didn't. You did what you did. I, had, I didn't. I um. I had a programmer friend that I hired to do it because I, because I saw that he could do it right, and I and and he and I worked that out that he could do it, and um and so we developed this um, program, it, um that gave you your tarot cards, your numerology tarot cards, et cetera. Long story. Sorry about that. But I met somebody that day at a reading. And I just clicked with her, loved her. And, um, and her reading was so interesting because all of a sudden I felt like I was reading for myself. Like it was this weird, um, it was a weird moment like time stopped and, and really it was a freebie reading. It it was a freebie reading that went along with her um, printout or whatever. And so it was just like five minutes, but it seemed like five hours. And, um, maybe a month later, two months later, maybe even a year later. I'm not really sure about this time because I was um, speaking, but I'm just setting up the story of where where this person comes in. I am um, seeking another teacher, and my teacher says, Ariel, you got to get out of town. You're stressed out. You're a workaholic, <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh, okay. And And he goes, my friend just bought this place in Mount Shasta. If you can go check out her bed and breakfast, maybe she'll she says that she needs a helper so she'll let you stay. So this was a rent-free kind of live in the apartment above the, um, and there were waterfalls, like the one um, behind me around that I could go Mount Shasta. So I drove up there and I knock on the door and I've got my backpack and I'm ready to work because I've been a waitress. And so I have all of this experience and it's the lady that I gave the tarot reading to. And she's all, oh, my God, it's you. And I said, oh, my God, it's you. And um, and she, um, yeah, and she helped me out at that time in my life. So so that was one person. And so she was just a friend and teacher. And what's funny is she still kind of doesn't even really get how much of a teacher she is. She still to this day calls me um, for advice and everything. And I'm thinking, she's my teacher. Why is she calling? Right. Um, and so she was one person that was really pivoting just because she was a friend and just because of the soul connection um, yes. there at a time when i didn't feel really connected that that was something that was um happening a lot still in in my life, so she was pivotal, and I've got a couple really good business coaches that have helped me out too that that that's not that you know maybe well, I don't know, even all of them kind of came in yes. clandestine kind of wonderful and beautiful <laughs> beautiful ways when I was paying attention, um, and some when I wasn't. <laughs> Boom! I'm not.
0: Um, <laughs> Sometimes um that happens. I've had
1: a couple really good business coaches. And um I currently am working with this excellent publisher who um who has been such a such a gentle force in my life. And, um, and I've had some coaches that were, you know, all show and sparklers and really out there and everything. But, I, but my publisher has helped me um, ground everything and, um, and write and publish. And, um, and I've gotten a lot done since I've um, started working with her, I must say. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: let's see, two books have already come out. But yeah, you- three books, actually, three. now. Three books have come out and one in the hopper. One in the hopper.
1: Yeah. And that one I'm compiling, so that yeah. is a new thing that I'm, taking, that I'm taking on. I've already participated as an author in, in um, three co-author books, and it's super fun. And for me, yeah. um, if you were listening closely to the rest of the um, interview, I like that community. It's important to me because um, in parts of my reality, uh, um, it's not there. So I, I like to participate in group things to, and, keep, yeah. um, and keep together in groups.
0: Yeah. And that's so important. I mean, as entrepreneurs, as, as helpers, as service people, we need people around us to support us,
1: mm, I mean, I'm, a total, can, lone, I'm a total lone wolf one too. I mean, just how the personality developed, I got to be a real um, lone wolf one too. So I need to make a conscious effort to have community. And I love these co author projects, they're super exciting and um, breathtaking um, to see what all the authors do and, and how everybody synthesizes. It's very exciting.
0: Right? It's, it's great stuff. Yeah. Getting work out into the world and having a broad audience just take it on and love it. It's, it's great stuff.
1: It is super juicy.
0: Yeah. So Ariel, who, well, let me rephrase this. In Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Journey, one of the things he talks about is the hero returning home and the hero returns home, so to speak. And the hero has changed, he or she is now different. And the village or the homestead or whatever the apartment, they're not necessarily as changed because they haven't had the same transformational experience. And one of the things that I that I see frequently And we see it in kind of microcosm, for instance, and Ariel, I know you've experienced this. You go to personal development workshops, right? You go to these weekend things, three-day things, five-day things, and you get all juiced up and you're all ready to go. And you've got these incredible insights and you're just going for it. And you come back home and everybody looks at you sideways. (laughs) It goes, what are you talking about? no, we're not going to do these exercises or no. When are you going to get a real job? What are you thinking? How has that been for you? Who's, if you had that experience first off. Okay. Oh my gosh.
1: So I, I have such a good story here. So when I was 17 and knew everything, I so, <laughs> I, was, I so wish I was as smart as I was when I was 17 right? only. um. <laughs> my my mom came home from a landmark uh, then it was called est my mom came home like she had become an est hole and um and I wasn't too happy about that um and I think that some of the some of the learnings weren't completely absorbed properly and they were projected upon me so I was very resistant to the landmark and and everything and um I did it all. Now I, I, I will say, and I love, and I recommend it for a lot of my clients. But you have to understand, I have this philosophical and spiritual, and I'm an empath. There was there were a couple layers of about how the landmark education stuff was was presented that that didn't jive with me because I'm heart centered and not head centered, right. or, or you know, right. so so. Um, so I had experience to it and then people tried to get me into it and I was all hell no. And now I have, you know, I did, I I've done the whole thing and I, you know, and everything, but I had seen it when I was that um, rebellious age. Right. And, and when your my indigo was, my indigo child was really like her bullshit, um, detector was really going out, you know, out the door and I was a little bit rebellious and I'm like, I won't do it. Like, you know, it's the age and it's also the personality. So right. <laughs> I, got my of, I got my money's worth <laughs> out of the 80s. Let's just say that. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> anyway, so so to, um, to tell you about my pr- the personal development thing, I mean, I do, I thought my mother had lost her mind and, um, and I have had the experience where I have gone. Later on, I, asked, I invited my uncle, my mother's brother, because there is a long standing family feud and my mm-hmm. mother won't speak to her brother and vice versa. So I have very, very little contact with that side of the family. And um, I invited him to an event. And while um he was supposed to be in the other room listening to a presentation, he busts into the room that I was in, and he says, "Oh my God! I can't believe that you invited me to this BS!" And I mean, just really made a scene in like in in 300 people in the room, and I was like. Wow. Oh. Um, and so they asked him to leave you know he wanted to come in there to say goodbye to me um, so um, so he left and everything that's fine he called my mom you're gonna love this one this is a punchline um, moment so he called my mom the next day and and said um, uh, you know Ariel's joined a cult and <laughs> said, um, and she said well nonsense Ariel hasn't joined a cult Ariel would start a cult. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> right? So that, <laughs> that, tells you, that tells you the difference of what I was growing like the opposing sides that were growing up, you know, when I was, um, that was going on in my house. So, and she thought that was great. So, um, and I was like, I don't know what to think about it, you know, so. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Yeah when and that's that's the biggest thing that we get to deal with is you know you've joined a cult or you know you're crazy and even i get so that all the time that. it's and like so how can you that. how can you deal with the uncertainty and i go how can you deal with the uncertainty <laughs> you know that's it's just funny <laughs> it <Absolutely>. just is <laughs> There are no certainties. You Hello. Just don't know. <laughs> Hello, 2020.
1: <laughs> oh Yeah. Worst purchase ever, 2020, David. Right. right? <laughs> did you get
0: your pack of, of uh, 2020 Apocalypse bingo cards? <laughs> <I> <laughs> because wish I we've been checking them off. <laughs> I know. Um, the last one that I just read, I just have to insert this as a funny. Of course. Um, that um uh, officials in Florida are now warning that alligators have been eating the meth that people have been flushing down the toilet. <laughs> like so the alligators
1: kidding. are jacked up on meth. That is freaking hilarious, Sue. Oh my god. Oh the comedian headline was something like ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs>
0: Super aggressive alligators predicted in Florida. And I'm like, okay, that's clickbait. I've gotta go look. <laughs> Meth
1: crazed alligators. I'm in. Click click. <laughs> that's so funny. What a weird one. That's yes, really a problem. But
0: this is, you know, life is uncertain. You would never <laughs> ever be- have thought. <laughs>
1: Alligators. I used to be. I used to have that fear, though, that there were alligators in the sewers. We lived in San Jose, so I was told it was in New York. I was told New York had all the weird plumbing problems, like the alligators and the boa constrictors. The boa constrictors, yes, (laughs) stuff like that. So, luckily, it was never in San Jose, or they could, or they would have had some pretty serious medical problems for me. Right. (laughs) Right. Well, in san francisco we did have
0: those stories in san francisco that you know some boa constrictor or some 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 critter escaped from the zoo and got down in the sewers and they were living down there and that was the story that was going around in my schools when i was oh, growing up terrifying it, yeah It. It. You know, and, and let me tell you, San Francisco in the '60s and '70s, any critter. <laughs> so <it> where is then? <laughs> you talk about meth crazed alligators. <laughs> 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 Nothing to what they would. LSD that's, compared up to an
1: LSD boa constrictor. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, so I, I was born at the, t- the, I was born just at the tail end of the 60s. So that wasn't really my, um, but I'm a product of it, uh, obviously, you know. Right,
0: right. So let's talk about some of your accomplishments. Um, Ariel, oh, yes, you've let's. got three books, three books that are international bestsellers. So, On them, name Analyze. them in order here
1: oh yes i'm I did the experts and in influencers leadership edition and um and that's awesome. Um, I was just dipping I, I actually um that one was an accident. I wrote about leadership i am um, I wrote about leadership i'm all hmm i'll try this um, <laughs> so I wrote about leadership and it became a bestseller in three countries there you go and i'm all wow if i was if I would have known that um that I enjoyed writing. If I would have known that, I would have tried a little bit harder. So, But <laughs> yeah, then and you've got your second one. Yeah, and then um, I did do two chapters in a book called The Animal Legacies. And this one is really my heart. Um, yeah. It's really about how I pulled myself out of a deep depression. My chapter is about how I pulled myself out of a deep depression, um, depression and anxiety, that kind of thing um, runs in my family. Um, but my dog had died. And this is a book about how to connect with nature, how to heal yourself with nature mm-hmm. and using animal spirits. And it's got a beautiful Oracle deck, the um, animal legacy um, wisdom deck that's associated with it. And I have two chapters in that book. Um, I mean, my third book just came out last week and um, it is experts and influencers, the women's empowerment edition. Mm-hmm. And that ended up being a bestseller in seven countries really? um yeah oh the um the animal legacies was only three co- it was a bestseller only in only. three countries yeah and so I'm um, <laughs> a mean, loser. it's delightful and not for my success okay. but for because all of, because now that gift is in the hands of so many and i was strategic i picked those because I, um, I picked the Animal Legacies book to participate in because that represents my healing work and intuition and connecting with nature, this kind of thing. And I, as a speaker, I speak about um, leadership and women's empowerment. So I picked these, pro- these projects in order to lead into and to have tools to lead into my um, entrepreneurial sales fountains. Yes, yes.
0: Exactly. And they're they're fabulous books, people. The links will be in the description of the show Um, and, and you should check them out because they're just, I mean, there's a reason that they're bestsellers in multiple countries. So yeah, and I'm not the
1: only I'm not the only author in those. I'm there yes. are I, I mean, I'm in there with some like really cool people. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, "Woo, I'm a big shot. I am, <laughs> I'm with there's some yes. very there's some very knowledgeable and very successful people that I have been just had the good fortune to partner with. Yeah. And,
0: and that's the name of the game, isn't it, Ariel? I mean, you talk about creating community. You, you want to get into a circle of people who, who match your ideals, who maybe know, I don't want to call it more, but they know things differently than you do. And so you can all put it together. And and create something that really is of service to the world mm. because that's what you're all about, right? Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Right? I actually podcast. tell people. I tell people all the time. I love being the dumbest person in the world in the room. Are you kidding me? I love that. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's dispunged. okay with me. Yeah. I um I um I'm so fascinated. I'm so fascinated to feed my um. To feed my soul and to connect with people and to hear what they're up to and um just to support people in um, connecting to their own divinity sue right and that's what your award-winning
0: podcast is about too right yes (laughs) i mean you just you are so consistent within your 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 service of all of these things are well, it, it all about of, being of service.
1: Yes, it took a lot of um, you know um, massaging if you but um bum mm-hmm. bum with my massage practice, and it, it took a lot of massaging and really figuring out what my offerings were and how to present it. You know, right. Um, right. the stuff gets real when you put the pen to the page. I tell everybody it gets real because people um I've noticed that now working with other authors too um um uh, first time authors are interesting they're insecure right because they they are they they know they're going to put themselves a- out there you know, and I've had the good fortune to work on my compiling project and to sort of be the midwife for them. Just push the send button, honey. Just send it over. We're (laughs) going to tell you if it's, we're going to tell you if we're going to help you, you know, like, just come on, let it go. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much, Ariel, for being on my show. It has been such a delight, such a pleasure. And I just love everything that you're doing. Um, I am so delighted that a mutual friend introduced us all those years ago. Um, And um, I hope we get to have you back
1: someday. Absolutely. More of the story. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, Sue, if anybody wants a free chapter out of one of those books, can I just say it out loud before I leave? Absolutely. Um, We'll Put info
0: in the description too. Sure.
1: Sure. Um, So then they don't have to search all over. Like I would love it if you would all go buy it on Amazon. That's really awesome. But let me give you um, a couple just freebies just because that's the kind of person I am. And you can go to ask Ariel. That's A S K. A-E-R-I-O-L dot com. And there's a couple links there where you can just download a couple free PDFs and some samples from the books and everything if you just want to get started.
0: Yay. Thank you. Thank you thank on you. behalf of my audience to, to get your wonderful work out in the world. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So thank you. Bless you. And thank you, audience, for watching the sweet sound of success. What are your dreams for your business? You know what drives me crazy? Really smart business owners denying their talents because they've been taught it has to be hard, because they've been taught that they don't deserve their gifts, that they're not worth anything. They've been taught that Their gender means they can't express their genius. I'm Sue Wilhite and I want you to have access to your genius. I want you to go out and rock the world with your genius. So I created the Call to Action Coaching Program. It's all about getting to the heart of you and what you've got to share with the world, to make a profitable business that thrives and allows you to make a difference in the world. Click the link to sign up for the Call to Action Coaching Program today. Don't let your genius go unnoticed.